Hey, this is John Lee Dumas, the founder and host of Entrepreneurs on Fire. And if you're wanting to learn how to embrace change and navigate through disruption as a leader, then listen to the Leadership is Changing podcast with my good friend, Dennis Giannoutsis. He's prepared to ignite. Welcome to Leadership is Changing. Each week, we and our guests provide information and insights through exploring leading change. This is taking your leadership to another level by finding the balance between executive excellence and personal well-being through stories that inspire real change. It's time to adapt in our fast-moving world when leadership is changing with your host, Dennis Giannoutsas. Hey, welcome to the show, Leadership is Changing. What we as leaders know to be true is that change is constant. Leaders everywhere confront similar obstacles because people are people, but everywhere you go, leaders are overwhelmed, disrupted, and under pressure. They run from email to email, meeting to meeting. Many leaders are not changing quick enough, which means they run the risk of becoming irrelevant and being left behind. The purpose of the show is taking our listeners' leadership to another level by finding their balance between executive excellence and personal well-being through stories that inspire real change. I believe we don't have enough effective leaders in the world today, and if we can get the leaders to step up and lead change, then they can inspire real change. Hey, listeners, it's now time to adapt in our fast-moving world, and I want to welcome you to today's session, which is a mashup and really, really cool uh, session with two excellent people that I'm going to share with you very soon. Hey team, if you haven't already checked out the Facebook group or the LinkedIn page, Leadership is Changing, come along to those two different platforms and communities. We would love to see you there as well. Tim, I'm going to ask you to do me a favor. I would love you to share this episode or any other episodes with three other people that you know and uh, get them out there and share them with others, family, your friend, your network. Because the thing is, People are getting so much from these actual episodes and from this podcast, and we would love to have more people listening and tuning in for sure. All right, my two guests from episode 44. Yes, I'm jumping back a little bit. Chintek, the founder and president of Chintek Consulting. Great guy and share some wonderful insights. And then from episode 128, Ryan Allen Bell. He is the host of the Home-Based Business Podcast, and he also shares some really great things as well. So team, I'm going to encourage you to take notes, sit back, and really enjoy this mashup. Have fun. Who's your favorite leader? Now, this person could be alive or from history. So who's your favorite leader and why? I don't have anyone per se, but I have, I have, uh, I, have I, I see lead, I see these people as people who have shaped my life. I have a few of them. I've just spoke about this mentor of mine. I mean, he was a big deal in my life. I, I, the other one also is uh, the late founder of Intel, Andy Grove. He was one of the three founders. And one thing that I worked and saw from him is fundamentally transparency. Uh, brutal honest truth. Brutal honest truth is really hard in this world today, Dennis. Not a, <laughs> not a lot of people are very willing to to call out the brutal honest truth. Uh, but one of the things he taught us, or taught us in the culture of Intel, is that the more layers you have, the more your brutal honest truth does not come up to the top leadership. It's kind of hidden yep. in the layers, right? 
And he's got a book. He's got a book out as well, right? Um, Andrew Grove. It's uh, High Output Management. I think it's called. It's a great book. If you haven't read, if you if you have not read it, I I strongly recommend it. He has he has a high output management book. He also has another one called The Only Paranoid Survive. Right. So he's really big on, on paranoid paranoia. One of the things he always challenged us that I learned is never be complacent. Yeah. So so as a leader manager, when when I was growing up and when I shifted into a much more conscious leader manager, one of the things I learned from him was to always stretch my people. Yes. Right? Great. So, so for example, in the first, in year one, uh, if we accomplish uh, X goal, right? In year two, I have to think about how to stretch them. I, I don't just stay on, on the year one goal throughout for the next five years. Because the, the bar has, you need to raise the bar, right? Because we've done that now. Yeah. Correct. Because if we don't keep raising the bar, we become irrelevant, Yep. And we don't keep raising the bar, we don't stretch that muscle, right? I mean, you spoke about change and transformation. And one of the things that I, I think that I would akin it to uh, working out at the gym is that muscle memory, is working that muscle. Yeah. And one of the things I think organizations have become, in my mind, forgive the French, quite wimpish, is that we're not stretching our people, Dennis. Mm. Yep. We were too nice in, in many, many instances. And yep. one of the things I learned from the late Andy Grove was be tough but be fair. Yep. Nice, beautiful. Be tough but be fair. Be tough yep. but be yep. fair. And, and I'm also thankful for a lot of my previous uh, bosses or, or leaders, if you will. One of them taught me about stakeholder management. Yes. All right. He, he taught me how to keep score. Like, for example, if you go into, like, for example, Dennis, you, if you're my boss, and I will keep score of how many times when I go in to see you for a proposal, how many times you kick me out of the room. <laughs> right? So I keep a score and, and I keep scoring myself. And every time I come out, if I didn't get through to you, I have to sit down and assess and say, why didn't I get it through you, right? Yeah. Uh, but in many instances in today's life, most people just blame the boss. Like I'll say, Dennis, you know, you're, you're, not, you're not a good boss because you're not listening to me, right? Uh, but what I've learned from that uh, mentor of mine and, and, and previous boss of mine is look at yourself. Don't, don't blame the boss. Ask yourself, what didn't you do right? Beautiful. What could you do better? Yes. Right? And so, so I learned from that. So I kept keeping score of every time I go in. And then incidentally, I have, I have another uh, mentor of mine or so-called the worldwide uh, CMB director. And he taught me the power of no. That is yes. the power huge. of huge. no. Right? Yep. And, and what he taught me was this, because everyone told me that this guy is just hard to get a yes from, right? And by the time I got to work with him and I, and I, and I, design, I designed a way for him to say yes to me, because I'll give you a, a quick story, right? When we went to China in 1991, we, we wanted to open up China. And in 1991, nobody knew about China. Nobody in, in the global world knew how, how tough China is, right? Mm-hmm. When I was in China in 1991, everything was in Chinese. There was there was no English. Okay, today is very different, right? But at that point, nobody knew what it was like in China and what hardship is, right? And so I had, I had to go get this expat policy bought off by this big guy who uses the power of no, and he refused to come to China. He refused to look at my expat policy. So I had to go above him, which pissed him off. Go above him through his boss got him here, but it was true the time we spent together for two weeks and him being in China, going through the hardship of traffic jams, 
going through the hardship of flying in a French Fokker, in, in an old Russian Fokker plane with no seatbelt, he signed off my expat policy. Wow, wow. Amazing. So you got to experience, right? The only way you're going to experience, Mark, if truly about globalization, Dennis, as a sidebar, if you truly want to be global, you have to be out in those markets. You cannot be global sitting where you're at. No, you have to go out and have that experience for sure. Yep. Correct. And it's not just, just being in a room with a group of leaders either. It's actually afterwards in the restaurant and the traffic jams and the and the lobbies, the hotels. That's where you do definitely learn. But going back to the power of no, I think that's great. And I think a lot of leaders that I talk to as well is that them understanding how they can say no in a constructive way, because a lot of leaders today, they just want to say yes, 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 to please everybody. Yeah. But then they get overwhelmed because they're just taking too much on. Yeah. I think the other side of power of no too, Dennis, is that I want to see how much you believe in your proposal. I want to see you as my staff, how much you believe in your proposal, right? So, for example, if you came to me once and I said, no, you went away and never came back, that's not enough passion. That's, that's not enough belief, right? Yep. But if you pause, you came back once or twice, or you, you're even willing to come back and say, boss, why didn't you say yes to me? What am I missing? That, I think, shows character. Excellent. Very good. Very good. Now, the show is called Leadership is Changing. Yes. When I say that statement, what does that mean for you? Leadership is synonymous with change. Mm -hmm. Management is status quo. Right. So I I believe that uh, in today's world, a lot of so-called leaders are actually managers. They're not leaders. Right. They're, They're managing status quo. They're doing business as usual. Uh, if you're a true leader, to me, it is linked to change. And change comes from basically a gap. The, the, the gap is the difference between my dissatisfaction and unhappiness with the current state and my ability to see the future state. And when that difference is seen and that gap is there, then I need to step up as a leader to lead the change to, or to lead the transformation. And do something about that, right? And to close the gap. Absolutely. And, and, to, and to close the gap. And, and what I teach a lot of my, my clients or when I was working in the corporate world is that anytime there's a gap between your current and your target, you, you've got to do something different, Dennis. Sure. Right? Sure. I mean, yeah. insanity is doing the same thing over and over again, hoping for a different result. And what I see a lot of people do, Dennis, is that they have a gap in the, in the, in the, between the currency and target and they keep doing the same thing. It's crazy. So if you don't change, that's why my system solution uh, idea is, is there, right? If you don't change the process, the system, the capability, or even yourself, how do you close the gap? Yep. Yeah, that's a beautiful way of putting it. That's very good, yeah. And so, you know, understanding, uh, listeners, where you are, where you want to go to the future plan, but then also understand there's a gap and then leading that change to help close that gap is really important for you. Ryan? Now, it could be the same person that you just mentioned. I'm not sure. I'm not going to preempt the, could the yeah. answer. So who's your favorite leader? This person could be alive or from history. So who's your favorite leader and why? Yeah, I would go from history for sure. So I'm a believer. I read the Bible almost every single day. So I would say Jesus, Jesus Christ. He started the Christian faith. And still to this day, 2,000 years later, there's over 2 billion believers on planet Earth who are following what he said 2 billion years ago. So that's my favorite leader. And the reason why is he just, he led, he was the perfect example of leading by example. That's what he did. He led by example. And still to this day, he has a, a billions of followers 
following by example. And now they're leading by example. So he same thing, he passed the torch. Yep, exactly. Passing the torch. I really like that. Yeah. Yeah. Very good. So the, the, the title or well, the name of the show is Leadership is Changing. And when I mention that title, what does that mean for you? The first thing I think about is technology. Because previously, you know, go back 100 years ago, we didn't have technology, right? And so the leadership is, you know, whatever the leadership is back in the day. Now, everyone is consumed with technology and social media. Like, look at this, we're talking and we're on the other side of the world to each other. And so that in itself changes the way that we interact with people, changes the way that we ultimately end up leading people. And so that's where I see the big shift is cha- leadership is changing and it has, it's, it's, it's our current circumstances. It's the economy, it's, it's the technology that's in place. And I agree with you, leadership is definitely changing for sure. Yep, yeah, cool. And so for our listeners, you mentioned that we're on the other side of the world. I'm based in New Zealand. Whereabouts are you based? I'm in Southern California. I'm about an hour east of LA right now. Wow. So Okay. So yeah, yeah technology is fantastic. And, you know, of course, with yeah. pandemics and other things that we've been able to use us and still see each other or talk to each other or have meetings oh, with each Chintek other, which is fantastic. And Ryan, you said, and experiences that shared with us there change for sure so in relation to those we questions about that, you know, who is your favorite leader and why. Comes and out of course, me, the show is called Leadership is Changing. What does that I'm mean like, for you? Hey team, if you haven't already checked out the Facebook group or the LinkedIn page, go ahead and do that. We'd love to see you there. And once again, please feel free to share this episode with three other people Add value to them by giving them access to this episode or any other episodes that you have enjoyed. Really hope you've enjoyed that mashup with two great guests, both Chintek from episode 44 and Ryan Allen Bell from episode 128. Hey listeners, what we as leaders know to be true is that change is constant. Change is incredibly scary, especially with the unknown and unfamiliar territory. It's time to adapt in a fast-moving world when leadership is changing. Hey, look out for the episodes as they're being published. Download them, have a listen, put a review and a rating. Feel free to share them with your family, your friends, and your network. And if there's any feedback you'd like to give me in relation to the show, or if there's a question you have for me when I interview my guests, or a question for the Ask Dennis Freestyle episode, then send me an email, dennis at leadingchangepartners.com. Hey team, always a pleasure being with you. Thanks for tuning in. Until next time, bye for now. Thank you for listening to this episode of Leadership is Changing with your host, Dennis Giannoutsas. Each week, we and our guests provide information and insights through exploring leading change, inspiring executives and leaders to adapt and lead a bigger game in a fast-moving world. 